0: Absolutely. It depends on the uh, C.O.R. of the flagstick, so the Co-Vision Restitution flagstick. In U.S. Opens, I'll take it out, and uh, every other tour event, when it's uh, fiberglass, I'll leave it in and bounce that ball against the flagstick if I need to.
1: Welcome back, podcast patrons, to another episode of Leave the Pin Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dan and the multitude of guests just keeps on rolling got my buddy john cantrell from take pride golf company on right now john what's the good word
0: oh man just uh you know hanging out in the house over here glad to be here on the on the pod with you
1: how are how are you surviving through through all this I mean, you're in california now right so i'm assuming everything's kind of on a big lockdown what are you doing to get through
0: yeah, just, uh, you know, a lot of creativity in the house with some uh, foam golf balls and a wedge, you know. <laughs> um, you know, you find yourself a lot of time right now and, and kind of, you know, sitting at a computer all day long for, for hours on end is kind of, you know, it's uh, mind-blowing sometimes. You kind of got to separate yourself and be creative over here.
1: Yeah, I want to – we'll get into the history of the company real quick, but but on that creative note that you just mentioned, that kind of sparked something in my head. Um are you coming up with like a ton of new ideas now since you have kind of all this time at home to just kind of sit and 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 ponder things? Uh
0: um I mean my mind is 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 running, you know, 24/7 as it is. So this isn't really anything, you know, different for me. Um you know, uh it's just knowing that like tomorrow is the same, you know. Um so that that's a little bit different for sure, but uh, you know, for the most part for me, it's it's pretty much the same. Um, just trying to get through it and keep yourself busy, and you know, like I said earlier, just you know, trying to be as creative as possible to kind of, you know, not let the days go by without being you know productive of some sort. So,
1: yeah, I don't I don't know if you're a big music fan or not, but but Nine Inch Nails has a song, and and the title is Every Day is Exactly the Same, and I literally feel like I'm living that the Absolutely. last three weeks.
0: Hundred percent, yeah. Good call on that. I, I agree
1: uh it's been tough um but listen for people that that listen to the pod and or even people that follow you on instagram you know or have purchased items from your company give us a little background about how you started what was the spark the idea that kind of led you to to think like hey we need you know another golf company out there and i can do it better or different than whatever else is out there right now
0: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I would, you know, the mindset was I could do it better. Um, definitely different. That's, uh, kind of just the way that I do things is, is, you know, do things differently to stand out. And, uh, so that was kind of, you know, the, the gist behind, you know, where everything started was, you know, making, uh, polos. I I have a a a basketball brand as well. And that's where everything kind of stemmed from. And, uh, you know, when I, when I started the company Take Pride, it was kind of just, I wanted to make sure that I knew I loved golf. I knew I loved other avenues and I wanted to make sure that I came up with, you know, like a scheme, um, a plan, a name and all that, that was not just tailored for basketball and I didn't want to be limited. So, you know, I kind of, you know, came up with the whole Take Pride thing. So that was motivational, you know, inspirational, relatable, and, uh, kind of just went along with that. And as I was making polos, um, you know, for like coaches and all that stuff, I kind of, you know, looking in the closet, grabbing a polo, going to play golf. And I just couldn't, I was weird about the whole like basketball thing going into golf. Like I'm weird about that. I can't wear, you know, other brands with other brands. It's kind of, you know, my thing, (laughs) but, uh, so I didn't want to do, you know, wear like a basketball polo out to the golf course. So, um, I figured I'd make a few and it kind of just took off from there and, and gained traction. And I knew, I knew you know, after looking in my closet and stuff that knowing that uh, how long polos last you, that wasn't going to be a good idea of a business model for the way I wanted to approach things in the golf industry. So I, I kind of like took like a, you know, a moment to kind of think about, well, what would be. You know, something where it's a repeat customer, something that's needed, something that's wanted, um, and that's something that's like you know not too expensive. It doesn't break the bank. So you know, when you're when you have a glove for five or six rounds or whatever, and it you know stretches out or rips or whatever, you're not you're not too bummed about it because it's a necessity. You know, so but if you you know you snag your polo or you know you get a hole in it or something from washing it or whatever it may be you're bummed because that was an $80 polo. that just literally went down the drain. So, um, so kind of just, you know, that was like my mindset was get repeat customers, something that's uh, a necessity uh, and just something that, you know, could be, could be cool. And, you know, try to do things a little bit different. And that's where the whole, you know, change thing came from the patch idea, so.
1: I want to go 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 back to that 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 basketball part with me real quick. Did you play in high school and college? What is that a company that's still going on right now?
0: Yeah, so I run the largest men's basketball league um, in the area here within like an eighty mile radius um, in uh, Temecula, Murrieta, and SoCal, and uh, that's kind of a, it's a Sunday night league. It's it's been amazing for the community and. Um, you know, I'm still doing that just because that kind of runs itself and it's it's great for the community I can cross promote with the with the golf stuff and a lot of people that play in it do play golf and it's kind of like I'm meeting a lot more uh, people just I have like over 400 people in my league so it's crazy and, and and hard to get to know everyone but as soon as you start talking golf and you know you start bridging these gaps with some of these people that you don't know or that you wouldn't see you know at all um, only on Sundays it kind of brings me back to, you know, getting to know these guys and, and really, you know, knowing like the community and, and who's out there and, you know, what they do and and their life and stuff too. So it's kind of fun. And that's, you know, that's what I love about the sport of, of, of golf. It just kind of brings people together. You get a little bit more time. Basketball is like fast paced and, and running. And it's kind of like you come into the gym, you get your shoes on, you start the game, you finish the game and you kind of leave, you know, and, uh, So it's a little bit different of a dynamic, but it's so fun just to have like the separations of both sports and, you know, being able to do both is, is, is a blessing for sure. So
1: do you have a lot of people that play in that league that also golf? Have you found kind of like a cross connection between the two? Because, you know, basketball is one of those sports where, yeah, you can play it up until, let's say maybe mid forties, even fifties, obviously not the same way you did when you were younger, but golf can transition you out of kind of any sport, you know, that, that has kind of a, um, I guess a, a time frame. you know, like I, I grew up wrestling. I wrestled in college, uh, you know, after college there, there's no adult wrestling leagues. You know what I'm saying? There's, there, there might be slow pitch softball for baseball guys, but nothing's ever really the same. So do you see any, any connection? Do you see a lot of those basketball guys end up playing golf?
0: hundred percent. And like I mentioned earlier, it was like, as, as you start, you know, as the people start, you know, knowing that I have a golf brand, it kind of just brings it up and like, Oh, like I play golf and Oh, I need a glove and I need a polo. And, you know, I want to rock a hat and they're already supporting the the basketball brand, you know, so it's all under one umbrella. So why not, you know, support the, the golf brand as well. And, and it's kind of just, you know, even some people that I might not even talk to just, you know, high buy type of thing. And now it's, you know, it's it opens up those communications, you know, the communication line and and it, it kind of just strikes that interest between both. It's like whenever you talk about golf, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to jump in and, you know, I'm going to have I'm going to share my two cents or I'm going to, you know, talk to you about that. And it's kind of just like more of a, of a subtle way of, of engagement. You know, I don't know what it is or or why it's so easy to talk about, um, you know, more than if you were just to meet someone you know, high and buy. you know, it's just, you talk about golf and it's immediately, you know, just, uh, open to talk about. So it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely brought me to some amazing people, you know, just in the, in my league and the community and stuff, just knowing that there's a lot more golfers than I, you know, than I actually see, you know, they're not just on the golf course, um, or in the clubhouse or, you know, at your local golf shop, you know, buying stuff, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, to answer your question, it definitely has bridged those gaps and, and you know, created a, a, a community within a community. So
1: I think you make a, a phenomenal point because if I found out that you played basketball, and let's say I played basketball, we might talk for five minutes of, oh, hey, did you play in college? Did you play in high school? You know, do you still hoop it up at the park or something like that? But it, it's it, it ends there. I'm yeah. not. I'm not curious about what type of shoes you wear or what type of outfit or clothing you wear when you go to play. But yeah. you start talking golf to somebody, and you know, instantaneously, I want to know what your handicap is. Do you play for fun? Do you play any type of tournaments? Where have you played? What's your favorite course? What, you know, which what type of clubs do you have? What type of party you have? Hey, what type of ball you play? You know, it's yeah. it's odd, and and you're a hundred percent right. It is literally like this glue and and, and this um just this idea of of community that that golf envelops that kind of brings everyone together and and no matter what like if you find someone else that golfs and let's say truly golfs not like someone that has a set of clubs in the garage and plays twice a year in a scramble yeah. it's an it's an automatic connection like you know you wouldn't jump on a podcast to talk about basketball mm-hmm. with somebody but we could easily sit here for 2 3 hours just talking about golf hundred
0: percent i mean you could talk about golf for the amount of hours it does to take you for a round of golf you know i mean it's and I, and i i wonder why that is i just i don't you know i don't know why that's the glue or you know it's just so much more it's so much more to talk about and it's so like interesting from others i mean i don't if you're a you know a scratch golfer or you're you know a plus 20 you know handicapped you know what i mean it's like I don't really care i just want to know everything about it and i don't know if it's like a history thing or you know obviously i think it's the respect level that you have for the game but and the passion but maybe it's because we've been brought get you know been brought up with like one or two sports that we've played like our whole life and now like getting into this and seeing that this can take us you know a lot further on in life competitively you know it keeps us you know thinking and You know, for the most part, a little exercise out there, you know, and and under the sun and, you know, having those good days with the boys and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I just (laughs) there's a lot more to talk about with golf and a lot more passion, I think, than uh, than other sports, you know, and I don't know. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, it's different things to to different people. You know, like if you think about your let's let's just use basketball, continue on with that, like your competitive basketball career. You know, maybe you played from eight years old to 18 or even 21, let's say. I mean, it's like 10, 15 years max. But, you know, golf, even if you get into it late, can literally be the entire rest of your lifetime. And even if you get to the where you can't swing a club late you can, you're still going to watch it. Like you're still going to be interested. You might still play mini golf or, or go to a, a putting green just to to put around, maybe chip a little bit. Um, it's one of kind of those things that just gets interwoven into the fabric of your being and it really becomes like who you are.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Um, Hey, let, let's, let's move on to some of the, the merchandise stuff because, You know, knowing your brand for a little bit and and seeing what you've produced, you know, over the last few months and the things that you pumped out have been pretty cool. And I guess one of the most innovative things, and, and this speaks to my like fashion nerd side, I guess I got a lot of little, a lot of nerdities within me, like golf being the biggest one. But, you know, my friends and my buddies and the other guys that help on the pod will tell you, like, I'm always the one that is color coordinated. Like I want everything to match. And you've got this, this pretty innovative patch system with the gloves. Uh, talk us through that a little bit and kind of how that came to be.
0: Well, um, you know, a lot of R and D back and forth with just like, you know, the standardized gloves and, uh, not knowing, you know, what I really wanted to do with it. It was just kind of just, let's just, you know, I had my supplier and they were like, well, what if you did this, you know, and we can do this for you. And, you know, what about this material and that? So, you know, going back and forth, I was like, well, you know, I want my, my I, I, I feel like my logo and from what other people have said, like my logo is really, really good and it's eye catching and and it's, you know, something that's, you know, it's memorable, I guess, you know, in a sense. So, um, so, when you do that, it's like, okay, well, what, what can you put that on? You know, what will look good on? And, you know, having that passion with golf, I was like, well, I want, I want gloves. I want everything, you know, anything I could put my logo on, I want, you know? And, uh, so we started with the gloves and like I said earlier, just going back and forth on materials and, you know, the longevity and kind of this and that. And then, you know, about a year, about a year later, we have what is called the change. And, you know, um, kind of releasing that was you know definitely an innovative uh, product for you know what we have now but it was kind of just going back to how I want to be different and I didn't want to just release a glove and it be standard like everyone else's you know I had to you know stand out it's a it's a small but large industry Um, I should say it's a large industry but close-knit you know it's really tight and And so once you're kind of in, you're in, and I didn't even have gloves. Like, you know, in 2019, I went to the PGA show uh, for the first time and, uh, you know, I was accepted and stuff as a company and, you know, all that. So that was like humbling, you know, but I went there and had zero, I had maybe a few gloves, but not even like the change. I just had the idea and uh, told a couple of people, a couple of people that help out and it's like, once once you're in like with some with a click or with a group or a couple of guys that are you know been around for a while it's it helps out a lot you know and uh so i think like that was a a help of how i launched things was just knowing that you know there are people that back it and were supporting it before it even came out so that was that was huge to me and it, it was like, okay, well, is this going to work type of thing? And it really wasn't about that because it was still a standard glove, you know, I'm not changing the aesthetics or the, or anything like that. It's just, I'm changing the way people view a full colored glove. That's going to deteriorate, you know, in a couple of rounds because of the way like the leather is treated. So, how can I get that color combo? Because there are people like myself and people like you, you know, that do like to color coordinate. But when I'm seeing like a full, like a red glove or something, you know, I'm like, that guy is trying to stand out way too much. Or- yeah, that's
1: that's a little bit too much for me. Like, you know, honestly, uh, like Tyler, the creator who helps out in the pod, he's got this all green glove. Yeah. But he, he's a dude who dresses in like earth tones, like brown and, you know, dark green and stuff. So for him, it like, it pops and it's cool, but I am more of, and just my style, not right or wrong, but I'm more of a a classic style guy. I want a white glove and that's, you know, basically it. But having that little accent, Mm. I guess kind of allows you to put your touch on it without being like completely braggadocious or, or standing out. So it's a real nice mix between like new age golf and old school classic.
0: Yeah and that's that's exactly you hit it on the head for sure cuz that's exactly what like I didn't want to change the game of like the actual glove like the glove works there's you know there's nothing wrong with it it's 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 proven for you know decades you know that the glove is is it works you know it's it, it's never changed it's maybe evolved a little bit through brands who try to you know uh evolved like the glove game and stuff but there's really no need to and that's me like i felt like that what that wasn't needed it was just more of you know quote unquote you know change and that's kind of where we where we found everything was just you know your little color pop of of uh you know the patches and stuff that you can kind of change quickly and and uh you know if you're wearing a certain color of shirt or whatever and you just wore that glove or you're out with like you know a guy's trip and You know, you only brought one glove, but you brought, you know, four different, you know, color of polos and stuff like that. And you want to, you know, that that's your you just bring a couple of patches and those are your patches for your attire, you know. So it just makes everything a lot easier and, uh, you know, more simple. So.
1: So in the beginning, how many iterations and how many designs did you go through before you kind of hit on the one that that you released, the patch glove now, the changes glove?
0: Yeah, so you know, to be honest, um, I would say I only went back and forth twice. Um, my my manufacturer nailed it. Um, I have a couple that I deal with in Indonesia, uh, where like the you know the finest and the best leather you know comes from. And uh, um, so that was that was crazy to me because the first one that I had was a great idea, but it just wasn't constructed uh, correctly, and. It was all based on a little bit of drawing, Um, me saying here, me saying there. And obviously, you know, language barrier and stuff is a little bit crazy over there. So I was a little nervous. I was a little skeptical on how it was going to come out, but I kind of just left it in their hands. And when I got the sample back, I was like, wow, like, okay, well, this is definitely something that, you know, is is a product that can work. But it wasn't the way that I had you know, envisioned it and it wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked if I would have, you know, e- either way it wouldn't have worked. I mean, it just, the way that it was, the chain, the, the logo was on the strap. So, you know, the strap, it's or, uh, on the, the underside of the Velcro. So if you were to clasp it, you know, back and forth and as you're, you're uh, on the strap had a hole in it. So it went over the logo which was, you know, it, it was it was a great idea, but at the same time, when your, lo- when your glove stretches and stuff, as you clasp that over more and more, it would go over the logo. So it wouldn't line up correctly with the whole... I don't know if that really makes sense for anybody, but...
1: Yeah, no, I got, I got you, because you don't want... You, first off, you want it to be centered. I mean, you want the patch to be eye-catching. It, it has to be the thing that people see first.
0: Yeah, but the strap itself as you know your as your glove you know kind of breaks in and wears out it gets looser and looser so you're strapping that thing tighter and tighter and that's going to move away from you know the logo and it won't line up correctly so that's when i I told them and they just kind of misinterpreted a little bit but you know the logo goes on top of the strap obviously so how was that going to play an effect is it going to be too high is it you know whatever so that was where we needed to go was, you know, make sure it wasn't sticking up too high. Um, you know, it was really subtle. I wanted it to be exactly how, if you were to embroider a patch on there, I want it to be about the same height. And so we went through with, you know, kind of shaving down some, uh, some Velcro and stuff on the strap and getting away with that. And I mean, You know, now we have the change and it's finalized. And now it's all about just kind of going through. Like I'm already working on like a generation two uh, glove, and then um, you know, kind of just going on from there for the for the future.
1: So for people that are kind of interested, obviously, you know, on, on the website, take and then, you know, they can message you through Instagram, you know, which is probably easier as well through DM. Um, if someone's looking, let's say, let's say someone's out there and they're looking to get um, a glove, you know, they're listening to this right now. They're like, Oh, you know what? Uh, I probably need one or two more, you know, because look, I mean, you need, let's be honest, you know, if you play a lot and you practice, you need four or five, six gloves a year. So like yeah. you said, I mean, it's not like I'm buying eight polos and I'm only going to wear three or four of them. Like you're going to go through them. That's the bottom line. Yep. Um, how many patches come with each individual glove? And then I know that you can buy the, the patches, you know, secondary as well, or kind of a la carte, which is, you know, phenomenal, because then you can go through a myriad of customizable, individual customizable color designs.
0: Yep. Yep. So right now with the patches that are released, we have 10 patch, um, 10 patch colors that are available with, uh, you know, a couple, every couple of months coming in, just so it's not so saturated. Um, And we're constantly just kind of, you know, evolving the color options and, and going from there. And, uh, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean the, the, the color options are endless. Um, the black gloves and the white gloves. So we're only doing two color options of gloves right now just to kind of keep everything simple. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's cool. So, you know,
1: what's, what's funny is I've never in my entire golfing life worn a black, golfing glove really yeah i don't know if it's uh, you know i don't think it's like by conscious decision it's not like i'm like oh i hate a black glove i would never wear it but I, i like i'm thinking back when you just said that and i have literally never aside from like a rain glove or a winter type glove ever worn you know a black glove to play golf in yeah i don't know why
0: it's um and the only reason why I did, I'm, I'm a huge white glove fan. Like I, I love the, the way a white glove looks and feels and just, it's so classy obviously. And, uh but I've definitely grown to, to appreciate and, and like a, a black glove, like an all black glove just looks so good with like a whole black kit or, you know, whatever. And uh, even like a white, you know, all white or something or whatever it may be. But, I've I've grown to to really like it and I switch back and forth going from, you know, white to black all the time, but it's it's definitely more it's more accepted now. And the only reason why I did that was because everyone loves black, everyone loves white, you know, and I will be releasing some, you know, limited edition stuff with some color pops and that and this and that, but I don't really feel like I'm going to go a whole glove route except one color, which I'll leave that for everyone to think about.
1: (laughs) Okay. A little, a little uh, sneak peek of something in the future
0: teaser, but I will have, I will add one more color to, uh, to the, uh, the recipe over here at take pride golf. So,
1: well, you know, what's nuts is like a black glove makes complete sense because Gloves get so di- like the first time you wear it. 18 holes the first time you wear a white glove, it's dirty. And you see that in the in the palm, you see it in the fingertips. Yeah. But I mean you think about it, a black glove can literally after 10, 15 rounds probably look just as good as when you took it out of the package. Absolutely. Like it makes it may, it's <laughs> like, like some stupid is blowing my mind right now. It makes perfect sense as to why you would wear one and yet I've never done it. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, maybe your first one can be, uh, you know, a change glove. You know,
1: and
0: we'll change okay. we'll change said? the mentality of yours, you know?
1: I, I, very good. Stay on brand. Change it. I love it. Um, so listen, you've done other um, items as well. I mean, it's not just like, let's let people know. It's not just a glove company. I mean, you've got head covers, you've got those extra patches, like we said, you do crew neck sweaters, polos, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm one of the things that caught my eye. And actually, I think the first thing that I noticed brand wise from you guys wasn't even the glove. It was those leather masters club covers, you know, the head covers <laughs> uh, that you had, which, you know, to me, look, I'm a sucker for anything masters. Like you could put you know, masters like on a pop tart box and I'm buying it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so like, you know, you've got your Take Pride logo, right? Yeah. You got the Master's flag there. Yep. And I looked at it and I'm like, it's brilliant. And then the, you know, the the P, which is really like a T and a P, very well done if 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 people have seen like um You know, all all the pros nowadays have their initials into kind of a logo. Like Sergio has it, Justin Rose, Tom Brady. You know, you name it, everyone has it. And you guys have kind of incorporated the T into the P and made this, this great set of head covers for Driver and then, you know, Fairway Wood, whatnot. And that's the first thing that kind of caught my eye. Is there something specific that you like designing more than others? Like, do you like doing the gloves more than the shirts or the head covers more than, than the gloves?
0: Um, I mean, it, it's all, it's all a, a fun learning curve. And, all you know, it's a, it's a huge process, obviously. But um, to me, it's like, okay, how can I intertwine everything and it be truly, like, I want to get to a point where I have collections and, you know, um, so everything kind of works with each other. You know, and right now, like the mindset with me is, you know, I want like the polos that I have out right now. um, I want with I want to work with multiple, you know, color options as far as, you know, your pants, or your shorts, you know, Um, you know, if you like I I always go back to like a guy's trip or something. And, you know, if you don't have four different colors of pants or shorts that go with four different polos to wear, you know, each day. What can you, you know, if you want to lighten up the load, if you want to wear a black pant or a gray pant or something, you know, you have two color options to go with one pair of pants or shorts or something. You know, you have two options. So you can kind of split up your days. And that's kind of like the mindset right now is kind of have options for, and that goes along with the change. You know, you have you have options, and that's kind of you know the mindset right now until we get into you know, more of the collection based stuff and, you know, the companies that we work with and, and collaborate with. So, um, but yeah, the the, the process has, it has been so fun and a, a huge learning curve for sure. And then just knowing like what people like and, and what's in demand and stuff, you know, so creating everything just, you know, as much as I can with limited, uh, you know, edition stuff, kind of dabbling and throwing stuff out there is, is, uh, you know, and, and and hearing people talk about it, and like you said, you know, I mean, I did get a lot of feedback from those head covers, and which was awesome. They were limited edition. I think I'm only down to two two sets now, and uh, you know, the Masters isn't even going to happen now. It's going to be delayed now. <laughs> which kind yeah. of, you know, <laughs> sucks, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, I think people like yourself, you know, still appreciate and you know respect uh when they see that red flag and that yellow colorway and stuff um that yellow and green and and they just they want it you know and that's not what it's all about it's not trying to capitalize and stuff that's why i wanted to change it a lot of people are doing like you know the united states and copied kind of that and the colorway and stuff you know and i went a different route and you know we kind of uh changed it up a little bit and designed it to be a little bit different more of like a corporate logo type of look and uh you know, it's worked out really well so far. So we're gonna, we're gonna kind of ride that a little bit and, you know, maybe change that into something else and kind of go from there. So it's not so just designated for the masters. Um, so, and who knows, I mean, it could, it could work for for other things as well. So, and maybe even a patch, who knows?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. You know, you do a, a, let's say a patch for each major or something every year in kind of a different colorway, and you run it just for a little bit, make a limited supply, and, uh, you know, you get the next hot item on your hands.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's That was where, you know, I wanted things to go. It's a little crazy just because there's so many tournaments, obviously, and, you know, you want you want to change, like, the logo so it's not the same, but you want to have the same, like, kind of color coordination and stuff of the actual tournament that's going on and some of them are a little more, you know, complicated and detailed and stuff. So it really wouldn't work out for a patch. So, you know, with me and my designer, we kind of go back and forth on, you know, which tournaments we want to, you know, kind of design up and, and go from there. And we're taking obviously like this whole year, um, you know, the startup year as like a learning curve, for sure, just kind of, you know, getting it out. I've I've done a previous year of brand uh, awareness and, and development and stuff like that. And then, this is, you know, I'm, I'm banking on this year just kind of more of, you know, the release, getting it out there, seeing what people like, you know, um, you know, working with brands and stuff like that. And and then like, you know, we can go from a full schedule of releases and stuff of launches, you know, as we get into the future. So
1: what's the what's the biggest thing that surprised you after kind of like your first full year doing this?
0: um the traction um i mean like i like i mentioned earlier the 2019 pga show was the highlight of this whole thing uh, it, it put it into perspective it came to reality um and that was all with you know the people and stuff that i met and that i stayed with um you know the birdie bundle house that we were at you know shout out to you know peyton sean and <clears throat> Um, And Jesse over there. So, um, you you know, having that and the people that we stayed with and, you know, just around and stuff, it it took it a little bit more serious. So I feel I was kind of ahead of the curve a little bit. Um, I had kind of one foot in the door and having that like I rode that like to the fullest and still riding that just because, you know, I mean, the genuine connections and relationships that we that, you know, we connected on, um, you know, still, still, you know, still is fresh to this day, you know? And, uh, you know, so, so the PGA show has definitely been somewhere where, you know, we kind of meet up and, you know, hash out like what we've done for the year and kind of just regroup and, you know, how's everything going and this and that, you know, what schedules and stuff like that. So it's, it's been, it's been fun, you know, doing that. And that was definitely the, the highlight of, of everything. That's, you know, what it is today for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a great place to connect with just a multitude of people and especially face to face because there's only so much that can go on through DMs and text messages and even over the phone, you know, doing something face to face just holds a whole nother level of authenticity for your brand. Um, I'm kind of curious who who is, I don't want to say the most important or most h- high profile, but who have you got the glove into their hands that you wouldn't have really expected to, let's say, happen a, a year or so ago? Is there anybody that, you know, is, has used the glove that you're just like, oh, my God, like, I never would have imagined, you know, this person wearing my glove?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, so, I, I mean, my, my brother is a uh, an action sports X Games gold medalist. He he does freestyle motocross for a living, and uh, having him and, and his you know his resume and stuff of you know and being like an ambassador and you know high profile you know uh, person on you know social media and stuff so obviously that that helps out a lot and he's he's actually got it in the hands of um a really famous country music star so that was uh i don't really want to say who it is but um just because you know i, I don't want to it yeah, just, you don't want to step on anyone's
1: toes. You don't know what uh, obligations they have through other sponsors and stuff. I get it.
0: Yeah. So, but um, definitely uh, was huge for me, um, you know, and for the brand just to kind of hear the feedback that that you know he gave, and uh, you know, it was it was fun, and just to have someone like that, you're like, what, really? Like, I have something that can provide for such like a broader, you know. Uh, other than a, other than the sport you know i mean it's just like now it's like celebrities and you know sports stars and stuff like that that are you know gaining traction on the glove and and uh it's mind-blowing but so cool that you know you can have the trust in people just to you know whether whether they are sports stars or, or actors or actresses or celebrities or golfers you know um i mean it's first and foremost for the golfer and if that holds up and you know and it plays well and it feels good and stuff like that, then obviously, you know, you got their trust. But, you know, celebrities and stuff like that, they're getting thrown the products in their faces so much that, you know, they can choose anything. And to have, you know, mine on someone like that was it was crazy but so humbling.
1: <laughs> now do you grow up in, in kind of like the action sport world as well, or I- just your brother?
0: I did. Well, I mean, I didn't do it myself. Um, you know, I helped him out growing up and stuff. And he's done an amazing job with, you know, promoting and, and marketing himself and creating a life, you know, um, to where, you know, he's somewhat comfortable and has an amazing family and two kids and an amazing wife. And, you know, I'm, I'm super happy for him. And, and uh, you know, kind of how he took things on the whole social media platform and, and wrote it and, and made a, a really good career for himself. And, and, uh, you know, we're, we're eight years, eight and a half years apart and, you know, we're like best friends and it feels like we're, you know, days apart or twins and, you know, it's, it's cool. So I'm, I'm really happy for him and, you know, all the success that he has and, and he's definitely helped out a lot with, with the, with the brand here and, and, uh, you know, kind of getting out there. And I mean, he's really good with photos and, and stuff like that. So we create some really good content when we're together. So it's fun.
1: You guys get to play golf often. Like, is he out there in in California with you?
0: Yeah, we're actually uh, about five minutes from each other. So, oh sweet, <laughs> yeah. So we're really close, and and uh, we do play, you know, pretty often. And you know, when he's in town, and 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 not, you know, traveling all over, um, you know, on tour and stuff. But uh, but yeah, when we get a chance, we're
1: we're out there. And we're maximizing and having fun sometimes. <laughs> do the do those games get pretty intense between you two? Is there kind of like that sibling rivalry?
0: No, not really. I we we're normally like if we're playing or something and we want to, you know, we we normally team up together. Um I feel like we have a pretty good balance on on you know, strengths and weaknesses of about each other's games and it kind of just evens each other out and and uh you know, on any day it's like okay, I can outdrive and he can, you know, get an approach shot in and I can putt or, you know, he can, he can drive it and I can, I can get an approach shot in there and, you know, and he can putt it or, or whatever. I can get into a bunker and get us out of there, you know, vice versa. So, um, we can, we can really rely on, depend on each other. So it's fun.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Kind of ham and egg it real well.
0: Yeah. We're not really betting guys, you know, we work too hard for our money. So, but, uh, I feel like when we're together, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to beat sometimes. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm the, you know, it's funny. I'm not a gambler either on the course, but, like, when we play with, with you know, my buddies who help out on the pot or, or whatever, you know, I, I love to play for, like, a dollar. Well, we play a, a $3 throwdown, which is basically a Nassau, a dollar on the front, dollar on the back, dollar overall. And, like, I, I tell you what, man, we will grind as hard as a tour pro over a four-foot putt to win a dollar.
0: And I like that mindset. It does, it does create more of like a, you know, kind of, you know, to try a little harder, be a little bit more competitive um, rather than just going out. And it's almost like you're at the range and you have a bucket of balls and you just want to rifle through the balls. Right. You know, like sometimes when you go to a course, you know, that maybe you might go to all the time or, um, you know, or maybe you just, you, you know, someone there and they let you on or whatever it may be. You feel like you don't take it that serious. And then when you get into like a mindset of like, I'm trying a new track or, you know, I spent 150 bucks on this course and, you know, things things become a little bit more real. You're like, I'm going to try a little harder here. And then especially like you just said, playing for a dollar or whatever, and you get those small bets, it kind of enhances and it turns up the, the competitiveness a lot more. So it's it's like a lot more to play for than just going out there and practicing. So it's fun. I like that.
1: Yeah, I could I could have like, you know, a $100 bill in my wallet and then three singles that I won, you know, from someone that I played with. And like those three singles are more precious to me than anything.
0: it's like a, like a half dollar piece or something it's like something sacred and, and yeah
1: it's it's like winning one of those big tour checks in like happy gilmore
0: <laughs> you pull a little bit out of it you're like oh yeah today's a good day <laughs>
1: exactly exactly so so where do you play out there cuz i'm not that familiar with that area of california where's your home course at
0: um so we got quite a few like surrounding our area um temacula creek inn is a place that you know, we play a lot of, uh, Red Hawk, um, and, uh, uh, TCI. Um, I just said Temecula Creek, right? Uh,
1: Cross
0: Cross Creek. I always get them mixed up, but, uh, so we have, we have kind of four, like right in the middle of us with Cross Creek, Temecula Creek, Red Hawk, and then, uh, Journey, which is, um, at Pechanga, which is a, um, a casino out here. And, uh, it is, it's amazing. It's very, you know, it's it's very high end it's um it's expensive obviously but uh it's you know it's kept really nice and uh so when you get out there it's it's a real treat for sure
1: that's cool that's cool now are there are any other like you know is it mostly private clubs out that way is it is it no. municipal golf
0: no yeah it's it's all it's all public and stuff i mean when you get more towards there's a there's a few uh obviously privates in um In San Diego, which we're about an hour, hour and a half or so, hour and 15 from, and then we're about an hour and a half from Palm Springs, and then about an hour and change from Orange County. So, you know, we're in a a centrally located area to a lot of courses, and you can go to your area where you have, like, you know, your private, and, and, you know, and if you're invited or something or whatever, and, you know, you go to really, really nice public courses you know and uh you know so we're surrounded by a lot and we have a lot of options which is nice so but i mean right now our options are really slim
1: (laughs) Yeah, do you you have anything is there anything at all open golf wise out by you
0: no yesterday uh a buddy of mine and myself was i was supposed to play um a course in carlsbad and walk um and uh oceanside i'm sorry and uh found out yesterday was the last day so Uh. so it was crazy packed it was you know and i wasn't i wasn't going to be there on time so i skipped out on it um just so they can get going and not wait for me but uh but yeah they they said it was it was really crowded and it was packed but because everyone knew that it was the last day Uh. um but i just checked uh you know some of like the app um some of the courses on on some of the apps that i have and nothing's pulling up at all within, you know, a 60 mile radius. So kind of sad.
1: you know. Yeah. I'm kind of, uh, p- part of me, you know, I, I really feel like within the next two, three weeks, mm-hmm. golf everywhere might be completely done with, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's sad. Cause I feel like that was like our outlet, you know, like, even though like, you know, that was, you know, if you don't like to run or like, you know, kind of whatever, that was like our, our outlet, you know, to get out and kind of walk, we're kind of forced to walk now, which is awesome. And uh, get some exercise that way, but also play it, you know, participate in a game that we love, you know, and it's our, our passion. And we're, we're already going stir crazy as it is. But, you know, now taking that away, uh, it, it just kind of enhances a little bit more. So but I mean, so what it I mean, I know it's frowned upon, but I mean, is it totally just like, out of the norm to just grab your push cart and just jump on a course and go
1: well yeah. let me let me tell you a little story about what i got going out here we've got this this little uh rural nine hole course all right uh, a place called indian mountain and uh i mean I, i'm talking like you know goat track type style course uh but in northeast pa the the grass hasn't started growing yet they really don't need people out there or anything like that so i was talking with the owner the the other day and he told me he's like look man we're, we're closed And I said, I got it, you know, and he said, but the honor box is open, you know, and and basically our governor has said that if you're outside exercising, as long as you're keeping it up with social distancing, that's fine. So the pro shops closed. So I I throw 10, you know, 10 bucks to walk. I throw 10 bucks in and uh, I just go out and hoof it. You know, I mean, I'm not doing any damage to the course that wouldn't be done. I'm not associating with anybody. You know, if I'm playing with anyone, it's not like... You we know we're on top of each other, and we stay on brand. We leave the pin in anyway, so we don't have to worry about that. Right. Um. But the problem is the weather sucks here. You know, it's like <laughs> forty four degrees and and rain in the last three or four days. So even though I have that available, uh, I'm stuck playing Golf Club nineteen on PlayStation because' only golf I can get right now.
0: Yeah, hey, you have oh, you have it on PlayStation. I just got it for Xbox.
1: Okay, yeah, look, I've like it's like, hard. Dude, it's ridiculous. And I've I've gotten better. And I played with uh, Tyler and and Scott, my co host. Uh Um, You know, we got a text thread going. And Tyler's like, dude, you got, I I suck. Like, I shot like a 98 or something. They all killed me. And he's like, you're going to go and practice this tonight. I was like, no, I'm not. I don't care about it. It's a video game. It's not real. Let me tell you, I've played like four rounds since that, trying to get better and beat these idiots because I can't stand losing. It was like this Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods obsession with so having to good. win.
0: You are so correct on that. Oh my gosh. Oh and,
1: my and I put out something on, well, a few people have reached out to me on Instagram. They're like, Oh, how do you like it? I was like, I hate it. I can't putt. <laughs> and they started giving me tips and they're actually working. No way.
0: You're going to have to <laughs> so share I- those uh, those tips with me because I, I need some putting help for sure. And right.
1: uh, Well, here's here's the best tip. Here's the best <laughs> tip I got. Is that when you putt? Because I couldn't putt worth the day. I was like eight putting. You know, what I mean, ready to throw my controller through my t- my television. So when you putt, you switch to the overhead, like yep. helicopter drone type view, and yep. never ever, no matter how long the putt is, bring the putter back past the person's right foot if they're a righty, left foot if they're a lefty.
0: Wow, interesting.
1: So you set like you set up your your um your line and how far away you want to aim from the hole or right at the hole, depending on the break before, then you switch to the overhead and you putt that way. And I've, I've knocked some strokes off, but like, this is how pathetic my golf life has become is I'm taking swing tips about a video game.
0: (laughs) Hey, but at least you're still keeping like on track and like competitive and stuff, you know, like you're, you're learning. You want to learn something about your passion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's just the way I'm putting it right now. Okay. So that's it.
1: (laughs) And and like honestly, my 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 two sons had to set it up for me and stuff. Like I've played more video games the last two days than I had in the last decade.
0: Yeah, I agree for sure. I'm I'm so against it, but I mean I I feel like it's just gonna get worse, and that's what we're gonna come down to is only we're only gonna have the video game life of golf in our home right now. Yeah,
1: and and my wife hates it because I'm (laughs) buying more stuff now. Like, oh. I just put a, uh, in the podcast studio, I just put a TV, we got another PlayStation coming in, an entertainment <laughs> center, I just bought a leather recliner for it, like, it's ridiculous. Oh
0: my gosh, You're like, I gotta get my man cave set up.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, now, now it is, and you know, obviously she'll hear this, but thankfully this is not gonna drop for like another week or so, so I've got, <laughs> so, got, got so- a little bit of time
0: real quick going back on like the whole like jumping on a course so is it is it okay or is it is it frowned upon I want to know where did you put your ten dollars at if they were closed
1: so they have uh, like picture and old slot style mailbox that goes in the door
0: uh-huh. that's what,
1: that's what they have so you just that's you cool. open it you put the ten dollars in it it drops down into like uh, so it's, I good don't know. Bait.
0: it's good bait though so if you if you want to just jump on and kind of be a you know whatever and not pay you can but it's it's good faith like it's the it's the gentleman it's the golf rule
1: right and you know what and this course is awesome because it's you know like our course is closed in the winter you know i know people and i have so many listeners in the in the south and the the southwest that are like dude i don't understand what you're always talking about and i'm like my golf season is seven months and courses just close in november and they open back up in march but this course will keep the flags in they keep the pins in they they do the honor box all winter long so all winter if there's no snow you know i'll patronize them you know i'll throw 10 20 bucks in and 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 get my round in of 18 or even 27 holes or so um And I got to tell you, man, like the parking lot, I've never seen it busier than it is now because it might be one of the only courses open in the state.
0: I mean, that's so cool. Like, so that makes me feel like, I mean, if I have a course that has like one of those, I mean, I'm definitely participating in that for sure. Um, I just feel bad. Like if they don't have like a, you know, an honor box and stuff, you know, I, I don't know if it's like, if I should, or if it's like, you know, private property and you're, you know. Trust yeah, him. well,
1: that's that's kind of the thing. You got to kind of get to know those people and kind of know what their expectations are. Like I was lucky enough to bump into the owner and I said to him, I said, hey, with all this going on, yeah. you know, and people not supposing to leave, you know, except for essential, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I said, what's what's kind of the deal? And he just kind of leveled with me. He's like, look, man, you know, there's no cars, there's no nothing. But if you want to throw your bag on your back or strap it to the push cart and throw some money in, like we're cool, you know, because we can't be here to do maintenance anyway cuz they can't even have employees there.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <clears throat> but the so, one thing I the one thing I learned in Pennsylvania is that even though it's a mandatory order, it's it's not like you're going to get fined, it's not like you're going to get arrested if they if they see you out, which is what everybody was under the assumption of in the beginning. And It's more just a, a warning and the state police have been on the television on the news and they've said, "Look, we're going to use this as an educational time. So, we're going to let you know why you shouldn't be congregating and why you shouldn't be out." But you know, I mean, like my wife's in public health, she's on the, our county's task force for the coronavirus. So, you know, it's not like I'm going out doing stupid stuff. I just want (laughs) to get some fresh air and be away from people. And, you know, I want to make my bogey and double bogeys in, in peace.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And, and kind of just hearing that all these, all these courses are closed. I mean, I'm surprised that they stayed open for this long, but, you know, to be honest, but, uh, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just going to grab my push cart and kind of contact some of the courses that I know people at and see if that's okay. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to ask first for sure. but
1: Right. Oh, I mean, and, and again, you know, it's, it's – I think it's very in line with the game of golf is that we would do that. You know, maybe people in another sport would just hop a fence to sick. go play basketball or something. But, you know, yeah. golf is, is about respect. It's about honor and tradition, and you would go out and – you know, no one, no one would think not to do that. You know, it's kind of what the norm would be.
0: Right, right. I agree.
1: Well, that's- um, oh, go
0: ahead. <laughs> no, that's cool. I mean, I'm just, I'm just glad that you know there could still be that option if that, if that's you know if that's staying if that stays there, you know,
1: <clears throat> yeah, I hope. that's, that's the whole big thing. If it, if it stays. Um, and actually I, f- I saw on, I think golf.com today on their Instagram, they were showing States that had courses open and States that were not like I have a, a place down in North Carolina too. And, and Governor Cooper down there has deemed golf courses to be essential because a it's an enormous part of that state's tourism, um, and, and lifeblood. But b, he said, "I can't think of a better place to go out and get exercise while still being communal while still being able to keep up with social distancing, which yeah. makes perfect sense when you think about it. All biases aside,
0: yeah for sure, I agree.
1: hey, uh before we get out of here, I, I if you can and I, I would love, but what's what's to come <laughs> what's 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 in the pipeline for take pride golf? What ideas do you have in the future? like where do you see it in a year or two from now, what are you producing in that time frame?
0: I mean, obviously, just continue on with with growth and and uh, and you know maximizing to its full potential. Um, I have a lot of goals and stuff set that you know for you know that are attainable that you know for the for the long run for the future and stuff. And I want to make sure I you know I get those and and just stay on track with everything. Push the gloves as much as possible. Um, you know the awareness of it and why it's different, and you know stuff like that to where it's not necessarily a you know a, a glove with you know kind of just like it's out of out of the norm. It's still the same um, functional uh, piece that you would put you know on your hand and stuff playing golf, and it's just the only thing different about it is 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 the uh, is the patch. You know your your color options. So for the most part. You know, I just want to make sure I get that out there and, and push that on. It's it's a glove like you know everything else, like everyone else's. So um, a little bit more comfort and a little bit more feel. It's going to last a little bit longer. But you know, for the most part, just keep pushing that. Um, put it, get it on as many people as I can, and and collaborate with as many brands as I possibly can. Because that's you know at the end of the day, that's what this whole thing is about: is bridging those those gaps. Uh, you know, in a more attainable fee. Um versus like, you know, the high MOQs and, and you know the high price that comes along with, you know, collaborating with glove companies and stuff. So the change was definitely in a cheaper way, an inexpensive way of, of being able to get your company in into the game of golf. And I have a few that I'm already working with and that I have done and I have a few collaboration gloves that I'm doing. Um so that's gonna be fun. Those are fun projects and just continue on with that and You know, try to get as many as collaborations with brands that you wouldn't even think of, um, you know, into it and show people and just keep going on from there, you know.
1: Yeah, very cool. Are there any um, are there any different type of apparel uh, options that you want to get into or no?
0: Um, I mean, I'm still the standards, you know. Um, as far as just apparel-wise, hoodies and you know, t-shirts and polos. Um, I don't want to really get into like cut and sew with like you know, pants and shorts and and stuff like that. But um, you know, I'm 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 really focused on on the gloves and the collaborations and stuff. That's that's just definitely the main focus right now, and how I can you know put change into other you know, articles of, of whatever, you know, um, keep on with that. And, uh, you know, it'll trickle down to, you know, being something that people will identify and, and remember for sure.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's the truth. And the stuff you've done already is, is just fantastic. So let people know where they can find it, how they can get in touch with you personally on Instagram, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah, so uh, obviously the the website TakePrideGolfSupply.com. dot um, and then anything on social media, uh, take pride golf is the Instagram or mine John Cantrell twenty three, um, but you can always reach me at the golf one. I'm always on there, um, creating the content and pushing stuff and answering DMs and you know meeting people like you guys.
1: <laughs> awesome, John. Well, honestly, dude, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you.
0: Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you guys having me on and it was definitely a pleasure, you know, chatting with you as well. So.
1: All right, people, if if you need gloves and obviously you do hit up, take pride, golf go on Instagram, scroll through and just check out the cool stuff he's doing. It's it's good stuff. I mean, there's, there's no way around it. Uh, John, listen, hang in there. Hopefully golf returns to normal at some point in time. And, uh, if I ever get out to the West Coast, maybe we'll get around. It and you've got a, you got an invite here in Northeast PA.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And real quick, I just want to uh, share. Um, I have a code for you guys. So anybody listening who wants to use it, um, it's just uh, leave the pin ten. And if anybody's listening and wants to use that, they can uh, use that anytime and and uh, get a little discount on there. So.
1: All right, people, you heard there is literally zero reason now not to get something. Use leave the pin 10. We'll put that up on Instagram uh, as soon as this drops. All right, buddy, have a great one. I appreciate it. Thank you, man.
0: Stay healthy and stay safe, and uh, let's keep in touch for sure. All
1: right, same. All right, people, so either get busy golfing or get busy dying.